Al-Bayan Radio presents the following lesson from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man ihtada bihudah, amma ba'd. My dearly respected brothers and sisters, as we know, the blessed month of Ramadan is a month of abstaining from sins. For the believer, he works or she works to achieve both things, to increase in worship while at the same time to avoid sin. Because sins, as we know, they earn the displeasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And sins, my brothers and sisters, they have consequences, no doubt about that. And these consequences, they apply to both the dunya and the akhirah. Sins have an effect on a person in both this world and in the next life. For example, sinning and disobeying Allah Azza wa Jal is a reason for a person's rizq to be reduced. And it removes barakah from a person's life. Sins, it removes the blessings of Allah Azza wa Jal from the person's life. And it creates conflict and it destroys the homes. Many times homes are destroyed, divorces occur due to sin and disobeying Allah Azza wa Jal. One of the great Salaf by the name of Al-Fudayl, Rahimahullah, he said in one of his famous statements, he said, I commit a sin and I see its consequences. I commit a sin and I can see its consequences through the manners of my camel, my slave, my wife, and my family. Meaning what? When he begins to face hardship, even subhanAllah from his camel, he wants his camel to turn left, it goes right. He wants his camel to go forward, it stops. He said, I see the consequences of my sin, through my camel, my slave, my wife, and my family. So the Salafu Salih, they used to link the conflict, the hardships that they used to have due to their shortcomings. And that is one of the consequences of disobeying Allah Azza wa Jal. Also, Sins are a reason for destruction. Sins destroy people. And Allah Azza wa Jal has destroyed previous umam. Allah has destroyed previous nations because of their sins. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the translation of the verse, so we punished each of them for his sins. If you look at the people of Nuh alayhi salam, 
the people of Lut alayhi salam, the people of Ibrahim alayhi salam, all the past nations. What was the reason why Allah destroyed them? It was because of their disobedience to Allah. For sins, my brothers and sisters, they have an effect. Also from the consequences of sins is that sins, my brothers and sisters, causes a person not only to be looked down upon by the angels, but also looked down upon by mankind. Sins are a reason for disgrace. Sins are a reason to be looked at as low in the eyes of the people. And I'll give you one example of this. There was a man in the time of the Salaf, his name was Habib al-Ajmi, and he was a big businessman. Habib al-Ajmi, he was a big businessman. And this man used to deal with riba. One day he was walking, and he passed by, Young children playing. So when he passed by them, the young children stopped playing and they said, Sahibu riba qad The man of riba is here. But look how the children knew him as the person of riba. So this man, Habib al Ajmi, he stopped. And he began to reflect. And he said, Oh Allah, my sin has exposed me even to the young children. My sin has exposed me even to the young children. So then he gathered all of his wealth and he was a rich businessman. And he said, Oh Allah, I buy myself from you. So set me free. And the next morning he gave all of his money in the path of Allah Azza wa Jal. He repented. A period of time later, he passed by some kids again. And then when he passed them by, they stopped and they said to each other, the beloved one to Allah has arrived. Subhanallah. Sins, my brothers and sisters, it disgraces the person not only in the heavens but on earth as well. And tawbah, repentance, honors the person not only in the heavens but also on earth. Also from the consequences of sins is that it brings depression. A lot of people, my brothers and sisters, suffer from depression. And we don't doubt that depression has many doors and reasons. It's not necessarily due to sin, but it's definitely one of the reasons. One of the reasons for depression is disobedience to Allah Azza wa Jal. Al-Hasan al-Basri, rahimahullah, he said that verily the slave commits a sin... And he continues to be in depression because of it. He continues to be in depression because of his sin. 
also from the consequences of sin is that it removes guidance from the person. The more a person sins, the further away he becomes from guidance. And Allah has mentioned this in the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, فَلَمَّا زَاغُوا أَزَاغَ اللَّهُ قُلُوبَهُمْ Allah Azza wa Jal says, When they went astray, Allah led their hearts astray. Allah Azza wa Jal does not ever lead a heart astray just like that. Look, Allah says, when they went astray, meaning when they chose disobedience, that's when Allah led their hearts astray. So no person who seeks guidance will be led astray. So when a person becomes misguided, it is from his own hands. It is because he chose misguidance. And this is the reality. And these are the evil consequences of sin. The scholars of Islam have spoken about a topic and they've called it the fiqh of sinning. And this might be or sound strange to some people. The fiqh of sinning, meaning when you sin and if you sin, how to sin. Someone might find that strange. And why would we teach or learn this. Yes, this is part of our Sharia. Because our Sharia works to try to minimize the sin and to try to prevent the sin. And that's why the scholars they speak about this and they say if you are going to sin, if you have to sin, then at least do such and such. What are the points that the scholars speak about? First of all, they say sins are levels. Sins, as we know, are different levels. You have major sin, you have minor sin. You have sins that earn the curse of Allah Azza wa Jal and so forth. But the scholars have said, if you must sin, then choose the lesser of the sins. If you must sin, then choose the lesser. Avoid the major sins. Avoid the sins that Earn the curse of Allah Azza wa Jal. Avoid the sins that have a punishment mentioned with them. This is from the fiqh of sinning. If you must sin, then choose the lesser of the sins. They also mentioned that if you must sin, avoid the sins which transgress the rights of others. Avoid the sins which transgress the rights of others. Because a sin on yourself is easier on the day of judgment than oppressing others. Because people will be chasing their haq in the next life. So if you must sin, as the scholars mentioned, then let your sin be on yourself alone. And do not transgress the rights of others. Also, from the fiqh of sin, is that you should sin alone if you must, and do not sin with other people. Because Allah Azza wa Jal says, وَتَعَاوَنُوا عَلَى الْبِرِّ وَالتَّقْوَى وَلَا تَعَاوَنُوا عَلَى الْإِثْمِ وَالْعُدْوَانِ Enjoin or encourage one another upon 
piety and righteousness and do not encourage one another upon sin and transgression. For when you sin alone, it affects you and only you. But when you sin with others, here you are now encouraging the haram. And the punishment becomes even greater. So if the person must sin, he should sin alone. Also the ulama said that one should avoid continuous sins. Meaning, making, making sin a routine. A person should never make a habit of sinning. If he sins, he should try to stop it and not make that sin a habit. And finally, my dear brothers and sisters, as the scholars have mentioned, that if a person must sin, then he should hide his sin and not make it apparent in front of the people. This is very important. Because making the sin apparent in front of the people, Allah Azza wa Jal does not like this. And he punishes for it. The Prophet said, All of my nation will be forgiven except the ones who sin openly. All of my nation will be forgiven except the ones who sin openly. So as long as your sin is between you and Allah, then you have a better chance of your sin being forgiven when you repent. But when the sin is done openly, Allah dislikes this. And he said, all of my ummah is forgiven, except the ones who are open about their sin. Why? Because open sin, my brothers and sisters, encourages sin. If you sin in the open and I sin in the open and he sins in the open, we will be encouraging each other to sin. But when the sin is hidden between the servant and Allah, Allah treats this sin much lighter than the one who does it openly in public. And these are some of the points the scholars have mentioned. If you must sin, then at least follow these principles. But there's no doubt, my brothers and sisters, that we should try our best to avoid sin entirely and try to minimize our disobedience to Allah Azza wa Jal in hope that Allah Azza wa Jal has mercy on us in the next life. Wallahu a'lam wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barak ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.